years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to throw the doors open, wide open here at my house and invite you in. Come in, sit down, and rest up a minute. Let's visit through anything you want to talk about concerning your house, home, castle, or cabin, whether it has to do with the foundations, the floor covering, the cabinets, the countertops, appliances, air conditioning, plumbing, rooftop, or insulation, or painting, or drywall. It's all right here. The answers are here for you. We show up every Saturday morning with one goal in mind, to earn our place in your heart as every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We don't want you to even think about touching your house until you get in touch with Rosie on the house. We've been broadcasting a call-in talk show about home improvement for 30 years right here in Arizona. You can join the conversation today, and you can join the conversation now by dialing the toll-free number one 767 4348. Over those 30 years, we have taken thousands of your questions. We take those questions and we post the answer to them on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. So it is like an encyclopedia for Arizona homeowners. At that website, you'll also find the number one rated contractor referral service in the entire state of Arizona. It's rated number one by you, the Arizona homeowners, over and above every national big advertising monster referral network. We beat them every time, every year. All the other local referral networks, we crush them. It's because only at Rosie on House are the contractors as finely filtered, as finely screened as they are. We also answer the phone during the week. We can, do. You can get a hold of us and talk to us, and any kind of concern or whatever you're looking for, we can help direct you. So that may, I think that makes a big difference as well. We're there for you. Absolutely. So rosieonthehouse.com. It's also the place you can only place you can ever go and register for an Arizona staycation. So how about that? Oh, you know what? To use our referral network, you don't have to sign into anything. It's free. That's right. You just go right on there and look up what you need. You don't have to go you through us if you don't want to. Plug you in your us. zip code. Scroll down to the list of service providers of what you want. Some of you may be scrolling down to restoration right now, unfortunately. We were contacted this past week by a couple homeowners uh, who had the heartbreaking experience of losing their home in the tender fire up at Happy Jack. We're going to go up this coming Friday and meet with a couple homeowners. Uh, that's this coming Friday. I've reached out to other Rosie certified contractors across the state. Uh, the homeowners in the area uh, were concerned that the couple contractors that are in the area are going to be quickly overrun and not keep up. 30 homes lost completely. Another 50 homes severely damaged by smoke and or fire. Storm chasers are moving in from out of state. That's what they do. That's what they specialize in, watching for those kind of catastrophes and swooping in. Do some, your homework. Some yeah. of those will be good professionals. Some of them won't, so be very careful. We do have on our website uh, a, 
a document to help you choose your own contractor. So if you're in an area where we are not, or even if you just have somebody you would like to look at, get that document, and it'll give you things to think about that you hadn't. Well, we've been thinking about this uh, since we were originally contacted last weekend. And we've put a lot of thought into it this week. We've contacted the building department up there at Coconino County uh, about what we can do in the way of expediting permits. I see it, for those of you that have experienced a complete loss, I see it as kind of a, you have like four options here. Uh, maybe, maybe opt not to rebuild. Uh, maybe opt, if the foundation is still good, to just rebuild what you had. Another option, of course, is start the process from scratch, design, build. And in that department, we would need to actually rip out the foundations and the footing and just get down to grading, put in all new foundation, all new footings, all new stem walls, and build from scratch. But another option that kind of has – I've mentioned it to a couple people and it appeals to them is we have a floor plan that we're developing for a two-bedroom, two-bath, masonry, metal roof, low-maintenance. It could be a casita that you could live in while you build the bigger home, or it's enough of a cabin for a lot of people just to use it as a cabin. And so we're putting the finishing touches on that design, and we're putting the finishing touches on the pricing to build it in Happy Jack. If you were one of the people who unfortunately had damage, I've reached out to the Rosie Certified Contractors across the state. Tom Riley of Renovations in Prescott is going to come up with his engineer on Friday. We're going to go up on Friday with my engineer. We've got Kowalski Construction, which specializes in smoke, fire, and water damage, uh, a great company right here in Phoenix. So we're going to bring three of the Rosie certified companies into the neighborhood. It's more work than, than we can handle. It's more work than the locals can handle. But hopefully if we come in there, we can kind of establish a benchmark of how things are going to get done. And uh, you can reach out to us. You, you can call the number one 767 uh, we're a small company. We're not going to be able to go up there and, and, and work on 80 homes. Uh, you know, we're going to be able to go up there and work on, I've got a, a I've got an employee who has a home there that survived. So we actually have a, we have a staging area that we can put a superintendent and a crew and an admin and be there over the course of the summer. If you want that smaller little masonry project, we can probably have you back in by the end of the summer, or at least for the fall. Uh, if you want one of the other options, we can talk to you. So, y'all, give us a ring, and uh, we'll be happy to do what we can to kind of protect y'all from making a bad decision in a situation where you're under a lot of heartbroken stress. Okay? There you go. Jennifer, hmm. how far are you willing to go to automate your home? How far? Yes. I don't know. I like the the home Zada thing, but that's not automating my home. That's just automate. That's just making the process easy, like going digital. Would, would you like it if your Alexa 
on the kitchen counter. I could say, I could say, let's see, I could be uh, Alexa, turn off all the lights Jennifer left on. Can you get over that, please? <laughs> we save so much money on air conditioning. I can turn on the lights so I can see. I like the lights on. Um, Alexa, start the swimming pool. Alexa, start recording Fox Sports Diamondbacks game. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. How much privacy do I have to give up to make that happen? I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. Do you know I was standing in the kitchen (laughs) talking to the kids, and our son-in-law was telling me about some boots that he bought. A brand of boots. Brand of boots. We talked about them. We did not look them up. Do you know that that ad showed up on everything I own, my Facebook, my Gmail? I, Yeah. That's creepy scary. Mm-hmm. Creepy scary. Not a fan. So we don't have an Alexa. I don't I don't think you or I are inclined to ever get one, are you? No. It's driving my mother nuts. My daughter, my, my daughter, my little sister gave it to my mother. And she all my mo- All my mom does is cuss at it. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa's learning a whole new vocabulary. Well, it's a whole level of privacy you give up. No, I'll, I'll get up and turn the lights off, I promise. Okay. All right. Well, we're here uh, interested in, in, in how automated will you take your home? I mean, to the point of um, uh, air conditioning loads, uh, lighting, uh, entertainment, uh, starting the electric fireplace, swimming pool, sound system. I don't know. I just don't know. Talk about couch potatoes. You can't even turn your own light off. <laughs> we had a caller here, and I didn't get to him in time, and he wanted to know how to get rid of gophers, or how to control gophers. I've got John. I've got Alan. We've got another caller. I'm going to get to your calls. Let me let me address the poor guy that couldn't hang on. Well, I'm especially because he, he Facebooked me this week, too, and I didn't did get – I don't know if he's trying to do it himself or, or hire somebody. So. Well, you, you have to take a multifaceted approach. There's the traps – that you set down into the holes. There's the baits and there's the poisons. If you're trying to keep them out of a particular area, like in in a garden area, you want them out of there because you're tired of seeing the vegetables get just ready to be plucked and then they're sucked down into the ground, uh, harvested exactly the wrong direction. Uh, we have found a technique that actually was shared with us by a listener years ago you buy one gallon glass pickle jars you fill them three quarter to seven eighths of the way with plain water you bury those in the ground in a perimeter around your garden at about every four to eight feet as the gopher is digging his little tunnel underground and senses the vibration of the water in that jug, he begins, his, his little warning signals go off that I'm approaching, I've, 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 I'm in a dike, I'm approaching a lake, I'm going to get drowned. And it actually will keep the gophers out of our garden area. We've put it to the test, and it works, and it works well. So that's a way of getting them out of a particular area. Now, if you want them out of your completely whole yard, that's probably going to take some trapping, could take some poison, and takes well, a multifaceted approach. There is a natural bonide product, Repelzol. We have used that quite a bit because we have tons of bunnies. It helps we do. a lot. 
we do. So that's how you get rid of gophers. And I've got John and Alan and another caller we'll get to right after this. If you're in the market for shopping for cars, there you, you, you couldn't have timed this any better. Over at our favorite car dealership on the entire planet, Sanderson Ford in Glendale, it's the only place Jennifer and I have bought a car in 25 years, They've got the biggest sale going on of their entire history. Now, they've been around for 63 years. This is the biggest sale in 63 years. They've loaded up their entire 65-acre lot with over 1,500 new Fords. You can get a 2018 Echo Sport SUV for only $16,900. How about a Super Crew F-150 truck for only $28,900? So you get the best buy. You also get some big-time discounts, and you get a 55-inch TV or a $500 Visa card with every new Ford purchase. That's at Sanderson Ford celebrating 63 years. All right. What do you say we get some of these callers on hold? Well, yes. we're going to have to keep this pace of this music to keep up with all these phone calls. Yes. Hey, if you're in Tucson area, next weekend, May 17th, they're having a grand opening of Omni Pool Builders. Rosie certified Omni Rosie Pool Builders. Rosie certified. And uh, they have a new showroom. If you want to take a look at their website, it's TucsonPoolBuilders.com. Amazing pools. You're going to want one. So you need to get in there and get in line before it gets too awful hot. Open house next Open weekend. Open house next weekend on at 3655 North Oracle Road. They have food, giveaways, pinata, jumping castle, and games. So you can go hang out and check out the beautiful pools. There you go. All right. Well, let's get to the callers. And as I get to callers, it'll open up a line for you if you want to jump on. We have one open line right now, one 767 Let's welcome John into the conversation. Good morning, John. What's your question hey, this morning, morning, my friend? Hey, a couple questions. Um, so I am looking into replacing a water heater. I have like a 40-gallon electric water heater. Okay. Um, however, I have a family of six, two-bathroom two, uh, uh, home with, uh, with just a couple of, uh, like, faucets for, obviously, for the bathrooms. Um, so anyway, I was looking into an instant water heater. Um, I just didn't know what you guys think about those. I do have an electric home. I don't have any gas in the house. Um, and I would most likely be doing it myself as well. So I just didn't quite know. I've been doing a lot of research, understanding that uh, if these aren't, like, maintained on, like, a yearly basis, those coils go out pretty quickly. Yeah, they do. Uh, I was being told. Yeah, and, John, in fact, most of the manufacturers anymore are saying they want you to have a water softener in front of okay. the water heater. So do you already have a water softener at the house? No, I don't. That's okay. one of the things I was also looking into doing uh, before I also do this project. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, be because when we flash heat the water, it actually accentuates the mineral buildup on the heating elements inside the heater. So when these, okay. when these first came out, well, I mean, they've been out for a long time, but when they first became popular 20 years ago, uh, we, we were seeing coils burned up in nine months, uh, well under a year. And the, okay. then the manufacturers kind of got together and said, well, we better put water softeners in front of these things 
to uh, allow the warranty to be uh, run its course. So okay. get get that as part of your plan. Include that as part of your investment level. Okay, and then okay. other than that, I like them. Most people yeah. underestimate the cost of getting one installed because they forget mm -hmm. about the water softener. You add a good water softener equipment. You buy the water heater. I mean, you're several thousand dollars into this deal. Uh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, you can replace your 40-gallon electric for, if you do it yourself, for under 500 bucks uh, with, a yeah. real, with a real good water heater. Yeah, one of the reasons I was looking at for it was just a space factor because we have a pretty small um, – uh, laundry room that the water heater sits in right now and it takes a substantial amount of space so i was just kind of like okay well it'd be nice to have some counter space in there so. it that that's that's one of the driving reasons to do it that's an excellent reason then then the economics isn't quite as you know cold-blooded you've got another reason to do it you've got another subjective reason to accomplish it floor space well what's floor yeah. space worth it's worth a lot so that would be a great motivation to do it, John, and and your family John. will love it. They 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 work great. Hey, um, the other question I had was about tin roofing. I don't know how you guys or not tin roofing, like a metal roofing. I'm extending my porch, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to do like a metal roofing uh, to help with that extension. Um, I was looking at doing another like the roof was just replaced right before I bought the house about three years ago. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to even yeah. try to. There you go. Right. But. I just wasn't quite sure what y'all think about that here in the in the valley. I haven't seen many homes with that here. What's what's the roof material on the house, John? Uh, asphalt shingles, right? Okay, now. all right. Well, I I love metal roofs. They're they're all but permanent. You know, uh, you're gonna you have a little bit of a trick getting that metal roof to tie into an asphalt shingle roof. You you you're, mm -hmm. you're gonna have to flash that properly, and that's a little bit tricky. But if uh, okay. if you want to reach out to me during the week, I can draw you a little picture of how you have to flash okay. that. If you get it flashed correctly, then I then I think you're in good shape. Now, sometimes those metal roofs they have to have, be put on in a special way to accommodate the really low pitch of a patio roof. So you have to be careful about that as well. Okay, gotcha. Okay, man. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, John. We appreciate it. Thanks for the call. We've got Alan. I'm going to ask Alan to please hold. We're going to have to go on a little break here in a minute, and I don't have time to take your question. It's a question on painting, but I will get to it. And that opens a line for all the rest of you at one 767 We're here talking about uh, your home, your house, and your cabin. Unfortunately, we're talking about some cabins that were lost up at Happy Jack. Uh, if you're one of the poor folks, unfortunate folks that lost, you know, the firefighters, they, they incredible fight. I mean, you can go to the Facebook page for the tender fire and, and you can just see how horrifying it was. And um, I mean, fire is a scary thing, but man, they, they fought it. They did all they could. Unfortunately, we have 80 homes that have been impacted. Uh, we'll be going up Friday. If you'd like to visit with me, just call the office and we'll put you on the appointment list and I've got four different ways you can think about recovering. When was the last time you thought about evaporative cooling? It used to be the only way we cooled our homes. With recent changes in utility rates and advances in technology, evap cooling may be the affordable cooling solution you've been looking for. 
Evap cooling has come a long way. Units sold today are designed for the modern world we live in. New high-density pads are cooler and can last up to seven years. They even come equipped now with programmable thermostats. And close that crack in your window and exhaust the air into the attic, reducing your whole home temperature. Evap coolers aren't just for your home either. The roll-around patio pal with a built-in six-case ice chest is perfect for poolside, outdoor living spaces, and keeping the grill master comfortable. The Shop Blaster has a built-in toolbox and stereo for your garage or tool shed. Industrial-sized mobile coolers are ideal for barns and mayor motels. Find your affordable cooling solution at phoenixmanufacturing.com and find a limited-time offer on the Patio Pal and Shop Blaster in the Rosie on the House e-store. Easy listening here at Rosie on the House. If you've got a project you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring on the toll-free number, one 767 Like Alan calling in. We've also got Cheryl on hold. But let's take Alan first. Good morning, Alan. How can we help you, my friend? Yes, good morning. Uh, this uh, subject came up the other day. Of course, my son's AC went out. Monday or Tuesday on the hottest day of the year is not always the case. Yeah. But the uh, one of the maintenance guys suggested he has a manufactured home with a shingle roof, and he suggested painting over it in white to reflect the heat. And I kind of doubt that would be a good idea. Uh, what's your idea on that? Well, they do make a specific paint just for that, Alan. Um yeah, you have to make sure you prep the roof well, and you, you probably ought to have an experienced roofer kind of look at it to see if it's good enough to save or if it's ready to save. But they do make specialized paints just for that, and it will extend the life of, of the shingles. Uh, you know, it, it's, it is uh, what it is. It's old right now. So How old? 12 years. I, w- I would guess that that roof still has a lot of good life left in it. Okay, I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. Uh, but I have one other quick question. Okay. I uh, talked about trees earlier, I guess. And I have a Palo Verde tree, and I think it's at the end of its days. Uh, for the last year and a half, it really hasn't blossomed at all, and some of the branches are getting kind of eh, kind of weak. And... Uh, it's been in there about oh, at least fifteen years or more. Yeah, and uh, it, most of the branches still look uh, green, but like I say, there've been no buds on it flowering like uh, any of the others. And uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, my my thought is, if it's alive and it's a tree you want in the yard. Trim out any of the dead wood you may have and, and let it go. Now, I'm not the certified arborist or landscaper. That's why we bring uh, John Eisenhower in here. But in my opinion, if you've got a tree and it's living, whether it's, you know, we we finally had to take a mesquite out at our own house. Uh, it just, it, it was just declining so bad that, you know, it wasn't worth trying to save. But that that's, I, I like to keep them as long as I can. Yeah, that's, okay. that's my thought. So, okay, enjoy okay. your show. Okay. Thank you. Okay, man. From uh, Alan, let's go to Cheryl. Bring Cheryl into the conversation. Good morning, Cheryl. 
Thanks for calling. Good morning. Rosie on the house. Um, I've been a long-time listener of yours, so I'm very familiar with the products that you use and just, you know, have a lot of faith in them. So it well, was several you. weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> it was several weeks ago that Romy was on, and he was talking. I just got the tail end of it, some uh, patio uh, vat coolers. And uh, with our house here, it's, it's uh, only a year old, and the patio itself is enclosed on three sides, and so there's a open front but the open front now has a um, awning that comes down that i can put down pretty nice, low nice so i was thinking what what is uh i think it was patio something i can't <laughs> remember the the product patio pal okay okay and yeah. and and cheryl if you go to our website rosieonthehouse.com on the home page we have mm -hmm. a section there called quick links and it's featured right there, and it's a roll-around evaporative cooler that's an ice chest in the top. And as the ice oh. as the ice melts, I mean, it, the evap cooler works without the ice, but uh -huh. it, you know, it has an ice chest in the top for when you are entertaining. You fill it full of ice, you get your refreshments in there, and as the ice melts, of course, it drops the cold water into the reservoir. The cooler's connected to your garden hose. It's connected to an extension cord, plugged in, mm -hmm. rolls around mm -hmm. very easy on five casters. When you get it where you want it, the casters lock. We have one on the back patio of the office, uh, and it's proven to make the back patio like everyone's favorite little place to go visit. <laughs> um, it's a nice-looking unit, too. It's finished it, with a nice finish on it. It's got a nice finish on it. It's made right here in the valley. Phoenix Manufacturing. Uh, I, I really they they've got that patio pal, and then they've got another one for the for the sh workshop called sh uh -huh. Super Shop or I'm not sure what it is, but it's a toolbox and a and a stereo system. It's called the Shop Blaster. Shop Blaster <laughs> toolbox and stereo system on top of the cooler. So as you push it around to the area you're working. You're entertained by your favorite music. You have your access to your tools, and you're being cooled I off. I think it just has ports to plug in your favorite. Or does it actually have the stereo? Do you know? I don't. Okay. I don't. We, I, I haven't taken that one out of the box yet, but we do have the Patio Pal. <laughs> and and you can order the Patio Pal right off of our website. It'll be less than you'll pay at a store, and we deliver for free. Wow, that's great. Okay. Um, About how many square feet is it? ballpark would it cool well the fact that yours is enclosed on two sides and you can drop Three. the awning on the third side uh i uh -huh. would i would think that would drop the temperature of a patio you know it's particularly now with the humidity at 15 percent, you could probably get mm. a, a 400 500 square foot patio cooled oh. off with something that size awesome awesome okay. all right okay all right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you, it. You enjoy your patio, Cheryl. We appreciate the call. Let's see if we can get to Jason real quick, see what Jason's got. Good morning, Jason. What are you trying to tackle this morning, my friend? Hey, good morning, Rosie. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to <clears throat> repair a gate uh, on my side, you know, that goes into the back of my house on the side yard. So it just, um, it's one of those wrought iron metal gates, just a normal one that was installed by the builder. And now it's gotten um, quite a bit more wobbly uh, in terms of uh, not the hinge area, but where the, um, I guess, the stop maybe mounts to the wall. 
you know, okay. I don't know if I'm describing that the correctly. Latch? But yeah, the latch. Okay. So the, right. on, on the latch side, the, there's that metal um, rod that goes up that uh, wall, and it's kind of anchored into the uh, that one single stack of uh, bricks that's kind of standing there. The, the column, okay. The column, yeah. So <laughs> you have a better way of describing all this. <laughs> okay. um, uh, but anyway, I'm trying to figure out. It, it looks like they're riveted in there. So the question is, and I think I've tried to repair this one time where I went to, you know, and got larger rivets to put in there to make the hole bigger. But now that those have worn out, do I just keep going larger and larger, or should I uh, put some sort of epoxy in there well, to when, make the hole small? Yeah, how do I fix this more permanently so it doesn't? Well, when you say rivets, you're talking about the kind of anchor that you hammer in and it swells inside the hole you've drilled, and it, it's a it's a it's a pin anchor, right? Yeah, and, although I thought I might have used a riveting tool uh, in the past. And you know, the, the ones that will, sw- you know, it's a gun that you use, it's yeah. a rivet or a kind of yeah. rivet tool that'll actually swell in there by using, by pushing the, the handle on, the, on the, the tool. Right, right, right. Okay. So, how will you break those rivets to remove the bar? Because we're going to have to remove it to get back to the holes to reach to restart can you can you get that off of the block wall well i'm i might be able to slide like a um a little saw in there or something between the the block wall there you go cut it out like that with a a, um, sawzall and a a metal cutting blade okay once that's off then you're going to empty the hole whatever you've got you know anchoring in the hole go ahead and pop it out let it just drop inside the block wall sure you've already got your hole started what I generally do at that point, the thing that I think works best in, in masonry walls are the lead shields, okay? So you go to the hardware store and buy the expandable lead shields, and then you'll get a screw that screws into that and anchors it. The thing I like about the lead, when you've got it sized properly, it's metal, it's malleable, And as the screw goes in and expands it, it expands against the masonry in ways that other products can't. And I think it provides one of the best anchors possible. What one of the tricks is you've already drilled the hole. The hole's already there. But make sure you blow that out so there isn't a lot of loose, uh, you know, granules in the hole. Yep. Yep, yep. Get the right size anchor, get the right size screw, and, and that that strike latch will hang forever. How do you how do you size it? Do you just get it so that it's just about so your your lead shield is about the same size as that hole so you can just kind of barely slide it in almost like you're doing a drywall anchor kind of thing? I would take the bar off, strike it, and then I would hold a tape measure up to the hole and I would take a picture. And, and with that picture, showing it to someone in the hardware store experience, they could get you the right size shield and the right size screw. Show them what you're trying to hold up, and you'll be all set. And then, and then, I, and then whatever size he gives you, Jason, I would buy one size smaller and one size bigger. Yep. And, and then yep. you're covered. Yep, okay. Okay. Hey, one, one more question that's kind of tied to this. If okay. you were to go and replace the wood on these, these doors – or the gate, sorry. Um, do you guys like any synthetic products that just kind of hold up in the sun and look really nice and sharp year after year? Yeah. Or you, just go and re- 
yeah, you you can use any one of the wood composite materials, and and it it does work. It, it, it'll work well. It'll work real well. Okay, so we appreciate the call. I still generally in my house. I just had to do this within the last couple of years. I replaced the wood slats. I oil soaked them for a couple of days in a penetrating oil and put them up. I I just like the look of the wood, but those composite wood materials like the Trex product or as as wood. There's there's about five or six different brands that'll all do the job well for you. And, they, they do look good, and they'll hold up fine. When you screw them in place, let me give you a little tip. Use the nut that has the locking plastic washer inside of it because all of those, as the wood and the material expand and contract, work their way loose. I have found that helps keep them in place for practically forever until the ultraviolet eats away the plastic washer, which is years and years and years. Or the dogs eat the wood. We do have one psychotic dog that does like to eat the wood. Uh, we do. We do. All right. There are open lines. one 767 right here at Rosie on the House. Loving that, baby. Putting a skip in your step and a tap in your toe right there with a little CCR. Kind of like putting it, gas in your tank. Let it roll, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a funny text here during the break. They said, Rosie, with you guys going up to Happy Jack to help put that community back together, are you still remodeling down here in the valley yeah my superintendents are all drawing straws as to who gets to go build cabins in happy jack this summer <laughs> everybody's voting for the cool air yeah. yeah but we do have superintendents staying here in the valley and we are open for business here in the valley at rosie remodeling <laughs> a couple quick things yes we have uh i had a postman mail carrier mail carrier is that Correct. Okay. Mel Carrier texts this morning to asking us to please just remind people they're having their drive for the food bank today. So if your mail hasn't come yet, uh, go put some good veggies or beans or something, canned goods out there for them to take. And they pick that up. I know that's important to them. It makes it's a good day for them. They enjoy that food they, drive. They had a customer appreciation day at my post office yesterday. What does that look like? Well, they were handing out free gifts and they had <laughs> cupcakes and Gatorades and waters and and I let you take my packages. Yeah, I could have gone uh-huh. and got some. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I've, cool. I've never had a post office customer appreciation day ever before that I remember. It's a wave of the future. I guess. And then Omni, our partner, Omni Pool Builders in Tucson, is having an open house for their new showroom, May 17th. Go on over there. They'll have lots of fun games for the kids and the jump house and pinatas and food. And the main thing is, though, you get to see their beautiful, beautiful work. And you can go on their website, TucsonPoolBuilders.com. Great website to see their work it'll give you the i wants really bad oh yeah i want that in my backyard and last but not least i have two tickets to the diamondbacks game oh on may 16th twelve forty. diamondbacks versus brewers this is gonna be a te- texting contest four one one nine two three. text me the name of the little unit we were just talking about to cool your back porch the cooler with an ice chest that evaporative cools your outdoor pool area, back patio, 
Pratio. Yes. Pratio. To 411-923. And the first one that gets it right gets uh, those tickets to the Diamondbacks versus Brewers May 16th at 12.40 in the afternoon. Hint, it's on the homepage at rosieonthehouse.com. All right, let's see if we can get to Chris real quick. We've got Chris and Kevin. Let's see how many calls we can get through here for top of the hour. Good morning, Chris. Hey, how you doing, Rosie? Hey, really well. And yourself? I'm doing great. Enjoying this uh, nice little break in the weather here. Yes, yes, it is. Kind of, kind of inching back down from the super high stuff we were experiencing for a couple days. Exactly. So, topical question here. So, okay. just in the start start of a kitchen remodel, the demolition started. Oh yeah. And we were yeah exactly, and that's where you get to uncover some things. And one thing that we uncovered is there's some air conditioning uh, duct work in a soffit that we were planning on getting rid of. Okay. So, the contractor suggested, and he's going to have the HVAC guy look at it, but suggested routing up over the top of our flat roof for about a 15-foot run, which makes me a little nervous anytime you penetrate the roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, thought? Chris, we've done that a lot. But here's here's what you want to do. You want to elevate the duct off of the roof deck. You'll put it on legs and get the duct at least 8 to 12 inches off your roof, okay? Okay. And you want it in rigid ductwork, and you want your spray foam contractor there at the same time. And you want the okay. un- you want the underside of the ductwork sprayed, and then you encase the entire thing in spray foam. And I will tell you, on the hottest days, when the air conditioning comes on, you will get a little burst of warm air out of that ductwork. But other than that, everything else will work just fine. Okay, so you won't lose much uh, temperature doing that either. No, no. And I and when we do it, we generally ask our spray foam contractor to to put on a couple inches. You know, just completely okay. encase the ductwork a couple inches in foam. And you got to get the underside. You know, we see other contractors doing this. And they foam it after it's installed, and you really can't get the underside of it. So make sure it's completely encapsulated in foam. Okay. Great. Okay, man. Good luck on the kitchen remodel. Hey, can you bring him back, Gary, real quick? I'm going to ask him some personal questions. Oh, I don't have time to ask him personal questions. I have to ask him personal questions during top of the hour break. But it goes along with the topic I wanted to talk about next hour. When people call us for different kitchen remodels, I had my estimator give me a spreadsheet here on how people can build a budget for their kitchen. So we took the last 15 kitchens we've done, and we put them on a spreadsheet for how much the contract was, how much the square footage was, what was the cost per square footage, how much did they spend in cabinets, and how did that compare to the cash value at the assessor's office of the home? So there are there's a triangulated method of building a budget for your kitchen remodel, and we're going to talk about that in the next hour right here at Rosie on the House. Do you have a winner for your Diamondback tickets? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you can tell the Diamondbacks are doing well. Yeah, Diamondbacks are doing well. Hour number four when we get back. 